summer, just a few months after COVID-19 had been declared a global pandemic, I spoke to Toby Swindells and Mega Sharma from the University of Reading about the challenges of studying remotely and graduating into an uncertain world. Fast forward 12 months and both have now finished their courses and have secured employment within the industry. I'm delighted to say that both are back with me again today for a catch up and to have a look back on the last year. Toby, Mega, many thanks for joining me again. I think it's fair to say that it's been an eventful year. How has it been for the two of you? Toby, perhaps you'd like to start us off. Well, thank you for, for having us again. It's been a very interesting year. A lot of uncertainty as to sort of not knowing what to expect, really, in terms of sort of how are we going to have in-person things? Is it going to be completely online? How quickly am I going to get a response to an email? So it's been a bit of a, a weird one. And then chuck in a, uh, a more difficult job market, shall we say. It's not made it easy, but uh, but no, it's been interesting. But it's good that it's now now over that that year, really. And Mega, with, with that chime with your sentiments. Yeah, again, um, just to echo what Toby said. Firstly, thank you for having us. It's nice to catch up. Um, but yes, agreed. It was definitely one of the hardest years um, so far. I guess with university, you do think that every year is your kind of hardest year. But I can safely say, looking back, that this year was was an interesting one. And a lot was learned, a lot was lost. But yeah, really good year and learning curve, I think. Just thinking then about your respective courses over the last year, I mean, you, you touch on navigating in a slightly sort of uncertain environment and a different environment. I mean, you, you mentioned the sort of online aspects of it, and there's obviously been a lot of coverage of undergraduates having to work in a much more sort of remote context. I mean, how has that worked for the two of you? I think we were actually a little bit fortunate at Reading compared to some places purely on a geographical basis, uh, right at the start of the academic year. Uh, when we had the tier system, Reading was still in tier one. And so we were able to have some in-person seminars, but the lectures were all online. So we were lucky from that point of view, but then came the November lockdown. And since then, it's all been completely online. So that's, that certainly provided some challenges. What, the way it worked for us was we had pre-recorded online lectures so we could watch back whenever we wanted. Um, and then we'd also have live online seminars to consolidate all the lecture material with our tutors to make sure we've got a thorough understanding of it. Remote learning aside, I mean, how did you both find the last year of your respective courses? I think, Toby, you were doing the BSc in real estate and Mega, you were on the BSc in investment and finance. I mean, how did you both find the actual content of the courses? Were they very much as expected? And how do you feel that they have prepared you for going into the industry? I'm glad that I took investment and finance, that that, that route, um, that pathway in final year, because I think had I not taken it, I, I would have regretted not doing it because that's my area of interest. However, I think the content learned was very portfolio management um, specific and and very stats heavy. And although it was amazing to learn and, and now I'm so glad I, I've learned it because I can understand a bit more um, when people are talking um, about, you know, time series and, and whatnot. So I'm glad I took it. But I think that 
asset management would would also equally have have put me in an amazing position to be able to do the work that I'm doing and, and be able to understand kind of what's going on in the real estate world. So I think that there's amazing sides of both. I'm glad I did this pathway, but um, very portfolio management specific, I think. And how about you, Toby? So, yes, I did the appraisal and asset management pathway. The modules that were specific to that pathway were applied valuation and real estate asset management, and then also a projects module, so coursework based. And then there was a shared module, development appraisal and finance, which was across sort of all of the pathways. I think I found it, it was really broad understanding and sort of really getting the core basis uh, for going into a surveying profession. I found that really useful. And then my my optional modules that we had, um, I chose to do a dissertation. So I definitely found that worthwhile. I think it's sort of a little bit easier in that with dissertation, it's very independent anyway. And so perhaps it wasn't as affected by the online learning side of things. In certain situations, it probably made it a little bit easier. So when it came to interviewing people, everyone was used to doing Microsoft Teams or Zoom or whatever. So that side of things probably a little better from the pandemic i think you've got to see the see the silver linings wherever you can so i found that overall the course was the pathway i chose was really good the actual amount of content uh, i think it was very heavy which i think has given a really broad and thorough understanding of the of the material going forward into the professional environment and you both had ideas about the direction of your future careers when we spoke last year. Can you remind our listeners what they were? Yes, so I was I was thinking sort of towards the asset management side or sort of general sort of uh, valuation and surveying practice. And it has sort of continued to be that. I've become a little bit more specific in that I'm now going to be going into the infrastructure sector but doing the the general sort of practice, if you like, but focused in the infrastructure sector. So that's something which I've discovered a real interest in in the last year. So it's provided me with with that idea of where I want to go. And I'm I've sort of solidified what I want to do. Yeah. Last year, I was still fairly open as to which exact direction I wanted to go. And how about you, Megan? Did it did it help shape your thinking over the last 12 months? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I think last year when we spoke, I I mentioned something uh, like real estate finance as a direction that I wanted to go in. And I think although that I'm I'm still on the real estate finance pathway, I can now more specifically say that I'm interested in the acquisitions, transactions, debt side, as opposed to uh, the portfolio management side, because the more people I've spoken to, the more modules I've done, I've realised that's very looking at an overall high level view of real estate, the company and, and what's happening, as opposed to looking at the deal specifics and analysing the deal specifically. So, yeah, it's been a learning curve and I, I'm still on the same career pathway, just finding the the small niches within that area. So you've both been able to go out into the job market and, and to secure work within the industry. How have you both found the jobs market? So yes, it was very challenging uh, trying to find a job. We still had sort of a careers fair as we usually do in uh, September, October time in Reading. Uh, the Reading Real Estate Foundation uh, hosted one and it was online this year rather than in person as usual. So that was uh, that was certainly interesting. We had sort of 
sort of drop-in rooms that we could go to with various HR representatives from companies and we were also able to book one-to-one slots with various people but overall we found that I think there have been fewer positions available and I think more people applying to them as well whether it's sort of our current our current year group looking for jobs after graduating or people that have perhaps gone on to a master's last year after not knowing what to do um, and then also those that have maybe taken a year out after graduating because obviously last year the job market was also very very challenging so it was certainly a, a difficult time trying to secure a job but I, I think we're both very fortunate in that we've been able to secure something because I know that there are some people still looking and trying to find something and it's uh, it's certainly a challenge and I think you've got to sort of keep at it and stick at it because I'm sure people will find something at some point. Yeah, I, I'm going to ex- echo exactly what Toby said. Um, it was a difficult final year, especially I think first term. There were there were definitely some lows. I remember around December. I think UK was in a bad place in terms of COVID, and Christmas was definitely hard because there'd been so many interviews. I think I had about ten interviews by then, um, and and just coming out of it, I was like, oh. You know, not, nothing's come of it. I've had so many rejections. So those are definitely lows. But I think, as Toby said, REF really supported us throughout throughout the whole time at Reading. And um, those one-to-one slots at the careers fair were amazing. And I don't know where else you could, you, you'd be able to kind of find that. So Reading was definitely a really good place to be in, even though the the, the times are tough. Um, but yes, as, as Toby said, we've both been fortunate um, and have come out stronger and we've gone through through those interviews and now we're able to answer you know all the all the hard interview questions that come up it's been good it's 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 worked out um mega when we spoke last year you were on a work placement for the summer tell me a little bit about how beneficial you you found that and and how influential it's been in terms of informing future choices and just in terms of helping to build industry contacts so the placement I was on last year was was amazing. It was really helpful. It it um it was cross acquisitions, asset management, and finance. It gave me a really broad understanding of kind of what's out there and what all the different firms do in the industry. I think in terms of informing me, it really helped uh, narrow down that I liked acquisitions, and I'm still in the same place, still really liking acquisitions. And in terms of building contacts, I think yeah, work experiences probably the, the best way to build up contacts you learn more about the market you you know who's doing what and it's good to like just build your knowledge in general build you know LinkedIn connections and so yeah it's been good and one of the things you you mentioned just now is um the interview process and, and navigating all of that for people who are perhaps going into their final year in the autumn what sort of advice would you have for them in, in terms of perhaps reaching out to particular firms and lining up interviews and so on, and then ultimately making sure that you're successful in, in winning places? Uh, well, I think it's a, a big thing that you need to focus on is really research the company that you're applying uh, applying to. Get a thorough understanding of what sort of the what that company is like, perhaps even trying to secure just even if it's a week over the summer with that company just to try and understand do you like that company do you understand how they operate Um, and I think that is really really beneficial and 
really, I think when it comes to the interview process, have a thorough understanding of that company. So I think that was something that really helped me uh, that I am I'm going to be joining Carter Jonas in September. And my very first piece of work experience that I ever had back in 2016 was it was just a unofficial sort of one week in their Winchester office. I found that even back then that that was the kind of company I wanted to work for. And now I find myself going into a job in that same office. So there's a lot to be said for trying to understand the company that you're applying to and show that in the interview as well, that you understand the company, um, because I think that will make a big difference. Megan, what what are your thoughts on that? Very similar. I think, Toby, you made a really good point about work experience and internships. And I think that just be open to any work experience and any internships, because I think especially in in this market, it's so hard to even, even get one thing. And if someone's offering you work experience, don't close doors to to any work experience just because you're you know you're set on getting a grad job and starting in September and all those things because it's you know we're, we're in a way more global world we're in a way more fast-paced moving world and sometimes it doesn't always work that way and a lot of firms want to test who you are as a person and whether you can handle what you're being given and work experience and internships is the best way to get your foot in the door um, I guess. And um, yeah, I think reaching out to people is probably super important. Learning about the firm. One way I actually learn learn about the firm and research about the firm is by reaching out to people who are currently interns, analysts um, at, at the firm, because I think, you know, they've gone through what you're going through very recently. So they're, they're in the best place to kind of give you advice. And also you need to test whether you actually get along with these people because that's what the culture of the firm will be like. And they're also probably looking at you, will will you fit into their culture as well? So, yeah, I think those are super important. And I think that the the one thing I would say to people going into their final year is that just keep your head held high and just keep applying. Like, don't get disheartened if you get so many rejections because you probably will. But it, it just takes one. I have a friend who just says it it just takes one one firm. I think that's really good advice. In terms then of any further thoughts um, and advice for anyone really wanting to study real estate, just reflecting back on your three years at Reading, I mean, what advice do you have for people? Well, I think it's a great degree, obviously, I'm biased, um, but it, it's such a great degree for really understanding the property market. I think because it's such a vocational degree, you have a lot of real world understanding, which I think is very beneficial. And you can sort of you can see things every day and you can apply things that you've learned in your degree to those things. And even if come the end of your three years, you think actually the property industry isn't for me. Um, it's still a great business degree as well. Um, at Reading Real Estate is part of the Henley Business School. Um, so we've got a real sort of good business degree if we want to, to change uh, out of property to, to something else, which is really beneficial. Um, and also the the guidance that you get when you're learning, because it's so similar to the profession that you're going into, uh, because it's so focused, you can really, as you're in the lectures and things, you can think, OK, this is something that I would like to do in my career. And you can get quite an early idea of what you want to be doing, which I think actually sort of makes come the final year, for example, 
quite beneficial if you know already at that point yes I'm going to go into this role I want to go into this sector when I'm finished it makes it quite good because I know certain degrees if you are in your final year and you're thinking oh I still don't know what to do and I think that uncertainty probably doesn't help when you're studying so I think that's a real benefit of of studying real estate. Yeah, I, I'd agree with exactly what Toby said. And and I think one big thing that's really helped me is just to be passionate about what you're learning. Real estate is such a unique course that you probably have some sort of interest beforehand before joining the course. So if you are so interested in it, try and be passionate about everything that you're learning. And um, that will help you apply the modules that you're learning into real life and into your career um and you know reading has amazing resources and and i look at people who who don't use them and and i i really think they're missing out because you know the reading real estate foundation we have amazing careers advisors and i think those resources really do need to be used and and they've been paramount in in my career and and my time at reading so i think i i would just say to people just just use the resources and meet people and network. Um, also on the re- resources point, um, all the literature that we study is written by our professors. So, you know, ask people questions, be curious and yeah, just network and, and build relationships with with not only people outside in, in firms in the working world, but your cohort as well. Um, because you know, we'll, we'll be working soon as Toby and I are and we'll need each other and, and we'll, we'll wanna keep in touch. Toby, Mega, thank you very much for your time today. It's been a real pleasure catching up and really delighted to hear that you're both moving on with your careers in the industry. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. That was Bricks and Mortar with Sarah Jackman. For more on developing a career in real estate, see the archive of the Bricks and Mortar series at podbean.com and at egi.co.uk.